Welcome to the Authentic Work Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Katherine Ciano, teaming strategist, change enabler, and people enthusiast committed to helping you work better. Each episode, I'll highlight challenges to working authentically and give you strategies to help you navigate and overcome them. You'll not only leave feeling challenged, but also encouraged. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Authentic Work Podcast. As always, I'm very glad that you're joining uh, me today, and I hope you find something of value and that it was worth the investment of your time to listen. So thanks again for joining. I want to get a little more real with you and uh, just have some conversations. So what we're doing today is we're going to start a series And the series is all about the standard. And by the standard, I mean these standards that we have for work, the standards of what it means to be a good employee. And sometimes what happens is we have these two personas. So we have like this home persona or this like personal persona, and then we have this work persona. And where did this even come from? Like, why do we have two personas? Why can't we just be who we are and we can be professional and we can have boundaries, but we don't necessarily have to be two separate people or or multiple separate people. And so what I'd like to do is really dig into, you know, these personas and things that we do at work. And that's part of our work persona and these work behaviors and see where they come from. And so today's going to be, you know, just episode one of a specific behavior that I'm going to look into and just talk a little bit about and dissect a little bit of the, where does this this standard come from? Where does this behavior come from? What keeps it around? And is it time for a change? And how would we change it if we think it is time for a change? So the standard that I'm going to talk about is saying yes and by saying yes, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, there's so many instances at work or in our work where we're given an opportunity or we're asked to do something, or it's not even necessarily directed towards us, but it's like a general generic question of, oh, hey, we need someone to work on this project. And there are those of you who are quick to say yes, quick to say, I'll do it, uh, have a hard time saying no. And there might even be a, a belief or a standard of, oh, this is what a good employee does, or this is what I have to do in order to do A, B, or C. So let's talk about this yes. And I'd like to begin by relating it to authenticity. So how does this relate to authenticity? Well, it relates in that if you want to say yes and you mean to say yes, and you're excited about saying yes, that very well could be authentic. If you don't want to say yes, but you find yourself saying yes, there's some incongruence there. If you feel compelled or driven or that you have to say yes, again, it may not necessarily be capturing you and there may not necessarily be alignment between the inner you and the outer you. The other thing that happens is we're looking for like this type of approval, uh, affirmation, reinforcement. So again, we're not saying yes because it's coming from us. We're saying yes because it's being externally reinforced and it really has nothing to do with 
with us, who we are, what we want, how we want to be. I'd encourage you to look at this across your life. So it's not uncommon for us to see something play out at work, but it also play out in other areas of our life. So think about our partners, our loved ones. Our parents are going to be super important because as it pertains to authority figures, I wouldn't be surprised if this is something that you you always were as a child. And then you find yourself in a work environment, again, wanting to please these authority figures to the extent that it's not necessarily reasonable or it's not necessarily sustainable. So I'm talking about outside of the realm of like, oh, this makes sense. So saying yes when you don't want to say yes or saying yes when you mean to say no, that's what we're talking about. And that's where we're getting into the place of this isn't really authentic. This isn't really you. And it's not necessarily how you want to show up even though that's how you're finding yourself showing up. Now that we understand the yes that we're talking about and how it relates to authenticity, the next question I want you to ask yourself is what gets in the way of the authentic response? So when something's thrown out there of, hey, there's this new initiative and we need some people to work on it, and you speak up first, why is that? What gets in the way of you maybe not speaking up, of you letting others volunteer, of you sharing maybe how you'd love to help, but maybe you don't have the time to help right now? I want you to reflect on that a little bit and think about what's true for you. It's not uncommon for fear to be part of the equation. And by fear, I mean fear of disapproval, fear of rejection, fear of someone being displeased with you. And if any of those apply to you, you may not necessarily say, well, I'm not scared. It's not fear. And I'm kind of drilling it down. So it might not be fear, right? It might just be apprehension or or uneasiness or discomfort. And so if I drill down, 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 likely it, it may be, you know, this fear of rejection at the at the very core of it. It may not necessarily be true for you, but again, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised or it's not necessarily uncommon for that to be the case, but it's for you to reflect on this and see what, what, what holds true for you. The other thing that can get in the way of the authentic response is just never doing anything differently. It being something that you've, you've always done, you've never really questioned. It's maybe even part of your identity in that you know, I'm that person that says yes. I'm the person that volunteers. I'm that person that wants to be a team player and this is what it looks like. And so you never thought about anything different. The other thing though is how sustainable has that been? Do you find yourself burnt out? Do you find yourself stretched too thin? Do you find yourself having more things on your plate than you have the bandwidth to accomplish? Do you find yourself having to drop things, push things, you know, deliver things later than what you'd like because there's so many demands. And so for you, I'd say, take a step back and definitely look and say, okay, is there a a different way to be? Is there a way that's more sustainable, that feels more congruent with me and how I want to be, or even how I want to feel? You might remember in the last episode, we talked about emotions and them being a source of information that 
our role is to understand what the communication is from the emotions. So again, if you're finding yourself feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, that's communication that while I think this is a good behavior, something's not working for me. So listen to that. And that very much can be saying something's got to change, something's got to give. So if you've been coming along and you're like, okay, yes, Catherine, this is me. I am that yes person. And I have realized that this is not sustainable. This is not who I want to be at work. This is not how I want to be at work. Then you're in the right place. And there's something that we can do about it. So I'm going to give you a couple of challenges. And as is customary of me, I'm going to leave you with an encouragement. So first challenge, I want you to get comfortable with silence. So just because there's a need, it doesn't mean you are the one to fulfill that need. So in that silence, when that need is thrown out there, when that question is asked, I want you to take a moment and reflect. And the question that you're asking yourself is not, is there a need? Can I do this? The question I want you to ask yourself is, am I the one to do this? Is there a need? Probably. But is I'm, am I the one to take on that need? Am I the one to take on that task? And if you get a no, that's when you're going to continue to sit with that silence and that, okay, it's not for me to volunteer. Just because I can do it doesn't mean I am the one to do it. So you just sit there and sit with that silence. I'm making an assumption that we're in a group setting, which means there are other people that can say yes or speak up. Um, and that's kind of what you're allowing that space and what you're allowing that time to do. And so you're just sitting with that silence. And that leads me to my second part, which is also getting comfortable with discomfort. Silence can feel so uncomfortable. And sometimes people are quick to speak up to fill the silence or because it's so uncomfortable and we just want to get rid of that feeling of discomfort. And so what I'm going to ask you to do in that moment is recognize that, okay, this feels weird and I'm still going to just sit here and be okay with that. So just sit with it and someone will be more uncomfortable than you and will speak up or say something. Now, if it's a situation where you do find it's appropriate for you to speak up, so it can be a group situation, a group setting. It can also be an individual or one-on-one conversation where you're directly being asked to do something that you know that it's not for you to do, or it may not be appropriate, or you just don't want to do it. And that's okay, by the way, to not want to do something and to be able to say no. Now, what's important with saying no is there's a lot of different ways to say no. And sometimes people don't say no because they don't know how to say no, or they're going to feel bad for saying no. So part of what I want you to do is learn how to say no in a way that feels congruent to you, that feels comfortable to you, but it's super, super important that you find ways to say no. One of those ways to, to do it is if you're sitting in silence, for example, or you're realizing, okay, I need to have a response of some sort. I am going to call this name it, but don't claim it. And so what I mean by naming it is just going ahead and talking about whatever it is you feel, whatever it is your tendencies may have been, but then you're not going to say yes. You're going to say why you can't say yes, why you're not going to say yes. So for example, if there is a project that's kind of being thrown out there and it's like, hey, I think you'd be great for this project. I think you'd be great for this. You can say something like, you know, I typically love to work on something like this, or I typically say yes, or I typically would jump at this opportunity. 
but I don't really have the bandwidth right now. You can acknowledge that like, yes, this is absolutely something I'd love to do. This is something that would absolutely be in my wheelhouse. At this moment, however, I can't take it on. Or at this moment, you know, I, 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 I don't really have everything that I need to see it through the way I'd like to. Or this might not be the right time for me. Can I circle back around and maybe give it some thought or when something else is completed, see if it's still available and then maybe I can reconsider it. So basically you're not saying yes and you're kind of saying no in a clear way, but also in a way that doesn't feel like you're being rude. So in this way, you're not saying yes to something that you don't want to be saying yes to. You're not taking on that responsibility because it's not your responsibility. What I'd like to encourage you to do is practice a few sentences. The one I shared about, I don't have the bandwidth, that's you know my, my sentence, my language, my words. I want you to find words that feel right to you, words that you would actually use and that would feel a comfortable saying. And then I want you to practice it in private so that when the situation comes up, you kind of have something already rehearsed that you can use in that moment. So go ahead and do that and see if that could decrease that inauthentic yes response that's not really congruent with what you want to be saying. Give it a go and see how it goes. As we wrap up today's episode, I'd like to remind you of a couple of things. If you found anything in this episode helpful, please do share it with others, share it with your family, share it with your friends, share it with your coworkers, your colleagues, and hopefully they'll also benefit from it as well. The other thing I'd love for you to do is to leave a great review if you do find it helpful. Um, Please do share that in the review. And then finally, if you have any questions that you would love for me to answer on the Authentic Work Podcast, I would love for you to go to my website, teamingstrategy.com podcast and submit a question. And then I'd love to go ahead and answer it here on the podcast. So anything related to work, authentic work, any challenges that you may have at work that um, I can go ahead and just speak to and find ways to engage that feels authentic to you. So with that, I will leave you today. And I want you to remember that there is only one you there can be.